Hello, and welcome back to the Deeply Rooted Business Podcast. We are going to be starting our planning session to help you kick off 2024 in a way that feels aligned and really, really refreshing and not on a path of burnout. That is what we're trying to avoid here. I'm Rachel. I am here with Jess, my lovely co-host, and we're going to be stepping into this planning with a reflection type episode where we can debrief the past year and really pull out what we want to take into the new year. You ready? Yes, I am ready. I truly believe that sustainable success comes from taking regular times to pause and reflect on where your business is currently at, because I think it's so easy to kind of get pulled in a zillion different directions. Um, And if you're not setting aside and protecting space to kind of come back to your core, you can get pulled off course. So I think that this episode and doing practices like we're going to talk about every 90 days or so um, is so important. Yeah. All right. Let's dive in to the first section of reflection. So I really want to, should we start with marketing or should we start with wellness? Let's start with wellness. I think I want to, let's do that. So I think we want to start with an energy assessment of the past year. We want to look at the areas of resistance, the areas of ease, touch into the spaces that maybe needed a little bit more focus, a little bit more clarity, and what we want to bring into the new year. Where we should really start on this is looking at the pillars of your business, whether that's systems or in marketing and look like, where did we get stuck? Like, where did we go off course? And how can we pull in some things? Like, I'll give a few examples. For me and my systems, I wound my team that I had started the year with right around year. So mid-year, I've experienced like a really like big reset in my uh, pipeline, in my services. I did a bunch of finding of it. And when I was doing all that, I didn't need my team as much as I needed them at the beginning of the year. So released everyone back, allow them to take on additional businesses outside or additional businesses outside of me. And then when I re-ramped up, I didn't hire anyone back, which led to a Q3 that was the most chaotic, most burnt out experience of my life. And I think that was one of those that I can easily just push forward and be like, all right, I'm going to rehire. I'm going to do this. But I think there's some opportunities to look into it that maybe um, I can refine a little bit more and not get stuck in my own head, in my own resistance of hiring. But actually, as I'm saying that, I'm reflecting back on this little winter solstice episode we just did. I didn't start with gratitude. I started with opportunity. Yes. Okay. I actually, my new lead magnet that is coming out is a peaceful business assessment. And the way that I like to look back at the year, and I I think of it in a masculine and a feminine energy. Masculine energy is there are concrete practices that you need in your business that you're not going to be successful if you don't have in place, right? If you don't have a way that leads are actively coming into your business, if you don't have, if you're not clear on your offers or your offer suite, if you don't have a way of serving your client without burning out, you're going to like crash and burn. And those are like 
I call them masculine because I feel like they're like cut and dry. There's no kind of way. If those aren't there, you're not there. So I have this assessment that I want where it's like your peaceful business assessment and you're kind of gauge. Do I have this or like, how do I feel about each kind of little creep? pillar that you have do you have those systems to support you but then there's that qualitative like feminine energy that you can also have where you're gonna what felt good about Mm -hmm. this what didn't feel good about this where am I seeing friction how can I overcome this what are some ideas to make it better and like looking at it from both angles but yes definitely always first Starting with the celebration. It is so hard. It is so it hard. Is hard. Yeah. That's great. Was that the first year you ever had a team? Uh, I had a team prior, but it's always, I've always had like one to two. I'm not a big team. I am a big team person, but that sounded bad. I'm not a team person. Not a team player. Um, I'm not someone that's outsourced a lot in my business. And I know that it has limited my capacity in the past, but I think that there's a lot of foundational pieces I'm still working through four years into business that I'm just taking them on a lot slower, my own branding, my Mm -hmm. own kind of like structure of my strategy and all of that. But so this was the first year that I had multiple people like layered and supporting one another. Uh, And then pulling back on that was a really interesting experience to claiming some tasks that I had once outsourced that I'm like, yeah, I definitely want to outsource that again. Yeah, you're like, this does not feel good. But yeah, I think celebrating that this is the biggest team you've had so far. Yes, you pulled back. Like, it's not, yes, there was some opportunity, but that is natural part of growth is like that opportunity for sure. Yeah. What about you? Let's start with your celebrations. What shall we celebrate for you this year? Oh, I think I'm going to celebrate. Last year was my high like earning year. Um, today and it started out very busy and 2023 or 2020 2023 2023 was my biggest revenue year to date I started off the year really really strong with a probably overly booked clientele Mm -hmm. and mid-year we talked about this a lot is that I felt myself on the edge of burnout and I needed to pull back, let release a couple of clients so that I could get grounded. It's almost wait, it's I don't even know how to call it. It's like when you're growing, it's not like you're growing straight up. It's like you're expanding and then you have to like track a little bit so you can go back and like fix those things that you saw. So then you expand out a little more. It's not like a constant expansion. And I feel like that's like the same vibe with you. It's like you expanded out your team. Oh, wait, this isn't working. I need to pull back a little bit, refine, and then I can expand even more. And I yeah. think being able to like not look at those things that were opportunities. It's like through those challenges, like what did you learn about yourself? Or can you find a way to like be grateful for those things and frame them so that you're staying like that growth mindset so that you're open like new opportunity and new ways to experience experiment and not shutting yourself down. Yeah, that's beautiful. What would you say is like the overall energy assessment of your last year on a scale of one to 10? Because I think it's a numbers it's a numbers thing we can do. Last year, okay, energy assessment, I would say it was like a, I think I was like purposely holding myself back to like six or mm-hmm. seven. Yeah. Because I had really hard year the year before, like just personally. Um, that I was still dealing with a lot of things and I needed to pull back. So 
I, my word of the year was blossom last year. And I don't think I, blo- I blossomed a little bit. <laughs> I did not have the capacity to fully blossom. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, that in itself is a beautiful awareness, right? To be mm-hmm. like, okay, we did set this up, but for my own mental health and for my own future brain state kind of thing. We can't do that, but we'll do this. It's like a, an iteration of word of the year. So Yeah, and I think it was a unique year because I think you're at year three, I'm at year three too. Um, and we've, but I feel I finally got to a place where it's like, and maybe this is like a thing where it's like, I know what I'm doing. It's like, I know what I'm doing now. I just need to like set this, all this stuff up. Not that I wasn't like getting results or whatever, but like, I get it now. I get business. I see the vision of like how I can expand this and how really blossom. Like last year was a lot about like getting those foundations in place. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I, I have that. So we'll blossom yeah, this year. Crazy to think year three, year four, starting year four, that we're still working through major foundational elements when like baby business owner Rachel was like, we're going to skip right past that. Like grow, grow. Like I think that journey is necessary, but it's this, like you had said, like we're growing, but we're pulling back, refining so that the Mm -hmm. foundation is a lot stronger and then going back to growing. And it's this constant kind of two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back in order to not topple once the business gets to a certain size. Because I felt like up until this point, I was just trying things on. Let me do this and see how this works. And if I like how that feels, let me do this. Where now I feel like I'm like a mature business owner where I know in my body, I don't have to look outside myself and you tell me how to grow. I know this is going to feel good for me to do it. And this is how I like grow my business where it's like, I see the clear picture now. So I think one of these things that is probably really big in the online space right now, and maybe one of those, if you skipped December to store or rot, that's your two choices there. And you're covering January thinking, I need to plan out my 2024 now. So you're thinking, how do I plan out my entire 2024 as a business owner? I think step one is this episode where we're talking about debriefing the past year, because it's one of the, one of my favorite sayings, you can't improve what you don't measure. And even though we're not tangibly defying any measurements here, still a reflection is a point of measurement. And I think that's the energy we need to move forward too. So we're really going to break this episode into two planning categories or two reflection categories. One is going to be your marketing and the second is going to be your systems and how to really reflect back and debrief the 2023 systems and marketing efforts that you did so that it can establish a really solid plan for 2024. And then we're going to get next episode into the really fun, active planning parts. But this is such a crucial stage in planning is that reflection aspect. Right. So you want to kick off with marketing? What are are you reflecting on as far as marketing? Yeah. So the three things that I would say to reflect on in your marketing efforts, looking back into 2023, first is one that's kind of bigger picture. It's less about your own business and more about just the industry that you're in. So look at at the beginning of last year, at the beginning of 2023, how did people behave? 
How are people marketing in your industry? How can you see that maybe midpoint in the year, some th certain things changed? I know that from an online coaching perspective in general, courses were like out. People were burned by courses in 2020, at the beginning of 2023. Now it's kind of this like evolution that people are embracing more of like those course type quick consumption content pieces. And they're moving away from live high ticket programs. And they're, it's this weird spectrum that keeps going back and forth, this scale of like, okay, how involved in my learning do I want to be? How um, hands-on do I want someone else to be in it? And it's always evolving, but that's one of those things that has majorly changed in the industry of online coaching or online marketing and online business over the last 12 months in 2023 that I think is one of those that needs to be identified. So I'd say start with looking at the changes that happened in your own industry, look at what you think can go forward, start reading some trend reports for what's going to happen in the future. I did a really fun trend report for email marketing and how I think it's going to be evolving in 2024. I'll, we'll link that in the show notes as well. But that's the first one. The second one I would say is definitely more personal to your business, which is doing a lead generation, like a lead source breakdown. I want you to get so tangible by saying every single lead that converted in your business and then every single lead that came through and maybe didn't convert, don't do extra conversations that maybe happened in the DMs or anything like that. Just try to keep it as refined to warm and hot converted leads. And I want you to break down where they actually came in from. So was it a referral? Was it Instagram? Was it TikTok? Was it your email list? Was it SEO? And start to identify where your marketing is making the biggest impact on your lead generation, like in your lead generation strategy, and where your leads are actually coming from. Uh, there was this really interesting point that just made in the last winter solstice episode uh, where Jess was talking about if you had six months to double your revenue, that where would you spend your time? And I think this is the practice and the exercise that helps give you that answer of where you would spend your time at in the next six months if you know exactly where your leads are coming from. And then finally, the which tactics felt really good for you and which tactics felt forced. I launched this year for the for a program. I hated every second of it. I'm going to avoid ever having that feeling again in 2024 by making sure that I'm building out my marketing like efforts to be so aligned with my energy. And I think that's really important so that you're not wasting precious time. That was nearly three months of my life that I poured into this as, as a, like an active resistance. And I should have, I think it was more of accountability of, like, I want to prove to myself that I can do it. And I know I can, but I don't think I want to do it. And I think that needs to be honored in 2024. Jess, any feedback on those three things for marketing? I think sped through them because I know we're trying to keep these episodes short. <laughs> no, I think they're, they were very great. I love the six months focusing question and I love the 
aligned. And I think that's like something that you're very gifted at because I've had a strategy session with you is how do you balance like, like what my energy is, but also like the energy that my clients are bringing to when they're taking in my marketing. So like we can find a match of what can I produce that they're going to also be attracted at because our our energies are matching. So I think that is- Yeah. So pull us into the systems. Give me the rundown of how people should look at their systems to debrief 2023. Yeah. So what I think about systems and operations, the main thing that I'm thinking about is removing the friction and creating more flow. And you can do that in three different realms. You can do that in your client realm. So thinking about like serving your clients and walking through each step from onboarding to actually serving them to offboarding to following up with them after and going through each step and figuring out if there were any action points in how you're serving them in your offer suite um, and just smoothing out that workflow. And I would say start there because if your clients aren't happy and satisfied, then your business is not going to last very long. So start with your clients first. And then the next way is if you have a team is removing the friction points for your team. So this can look like making sure that everyone is clear on like their roles and their responsibilities, what you need from them. They are clear on how to do their job to your standards or the standards that you present to your clients. So that means you have clear SOPs and it's easy to find. Rachel smiling. Because I don't have those. <laughs> <laughs> smiling. So where, and also where are the friction points in communication with your team coming up? Do you need to implement a Slack channel? Do you need to have weekly team meetings? A lot of times when I start with clients, we'll have weekly type team meetings as the team is like getting used to each other. But then as we move into that more like normalized where everyone's set, we can scale back a little bit. But sometimes during busier things, or if you're implementing a lot of new things, you'll have to like add in some more communication. So just viewing like the friction point, not as a bad thing, but as a where can I find like the opportunity here to make this smoother so that everyone feels like more energetically more aligned. And then the third area is looking at the friction point serving yourself. So are you looking at your finances and are you bringing up, bringing in enough money to not be stressed out and come with the stressed energy? Are the hours you're working, are you working too many hours or your, is your schedule not working for you? Looking at all of those like friction points and figuring out like ideas that can help you smooth all of those out. That was really fast. I think that's the fastest I've ever done my section. <laughs> we should add... What was it that gave me the recap? Oh, the Fireflies recap where it talked about how fast I talked. <laughs> we should add those to our calls. So talk fast and I all like don't talk in complete sentences sometimes. So seeing the clips is really fun, funny. So. Yeah, same. But I think that those are great. The pillars, I'm just going to recap them because I think that it's so important to look at your systems as separate departments in your business and doing essentially debriefs on each system department. So your marketing, your customer experience, your team operations, your, I would say HR is the revenue side of things and like the quality of life that you're providing you as an employee of your own business. Uh, I think those are great. And we'll make sure to clip this out. So it's some, if you want to 
re-listen to just this part, you can go and find it on our Instagram or TikTok. Because I think what Jess went through, like those questions of reflection are really, really powerful in your business. Yes. And I do have my peaceful business assessment, which will walk you through. I have eight pillars of business that I actually focus on, but I'll walk you through each thing where you can gauge, do you have the system set up in your business to have a peaceful, profitable, purposeful business? Um, and it'll walk you through those quantitative things, but then it also gives you space to reflect on the qualitative steps as well. Awesome. Make sure that before you start planning out your entire 2024, that you do this point of reflection because it's so important to really build a foundation to plan off of going forward. Yeah. We'll be back next week with another reflection episode. We're going to get into one of Rachel and I's favorite topics, which are what data points, KPIs, and metrics that you can look at to know where you can, you're going to get the most ROI for your money investment or energy investment. So until next week, we're, we're for you.